Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Harriet, and I will be your reader today. We have a new week, and this new week our parasha is called Vayigash, and that means he drew near. We have Sunday, the 17th of December, or the 5th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. The scripture reading from the Torah is Genesis, or Bereshit, chapter 44, verse 18 through verse 30. And today in history, the prophet Ezekiel receives a report in Babylon. Now in the twelfth year of our exile, on the fifth of the tenth month, the refugees from Jerusalem came to me, saying, The city has been taken. That was Ezekiel 33:21. Before we start reading our scriptures from Genesis, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Then Yehuda approached him and said, I beg your pardon, my lord. Please let your servant say a word in my lord's ears, and don't be angry with your servant, since you are like Paro. My lord asked his servant, saying, Do you have a father or a brother? So we said to my lord, We have a father who is old. A child born to him of his old age is young. Now his brother is dead, so he is the only one of his mother's children left, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me so that I can look at him. But we said to my lord, The boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave his father, he would die. Then you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you won't see my face again. Now when we went up to your servant, my father, we told him my Lord's words. Then our father said, Go back, buy us a little grain for food. So we said, We won't go. We won't go down unless we have our youngest brother with us. Then we'll go down. For we won't see the man's face unless our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, 
You yourselves know that my wife bore me two sons. One went out from me, so I said, He must have been torn to shreds, and I haven't seen him since. And if you also take this one away from before me, and an accident happens to him, then you will bring my gray hair down to the evil of Sheol. Now, if I come to your servant, my father, and the boy isn't with us, since his life is bound to his life. That was Genesis 44, 18 through 30. The portion from the prophets will today be 1 Samuel or Shmuel 22. So David walked from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and all his father's house heard about it, they went down there to him. Anyone who was in distress, anyone in debt, and anyone embittered rallied around him, and he became their leader. There were about 400 men with him. Then David left from there to Mitzpah of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Please, let my father and my mother come and stay with you until I know what God will do for me. Then he brought them to the king of Moab, and they stayed with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. But the prophet God said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go to the land of Yehuda." So David left and went to the forest of Heret. Then Shaul heard that David and the men with him were located. Shaul was in Gibeah, sitting under the tamarisk tree on the height, spear in his hand, and all his courtiers were attending him. Shaul said to his courtiers standing about him, Listen now, Benjamites, will the son of Ishai give every one of you fields and vineyards? Will he make all of you captains of thousands and captains of hundreds? Yet all of you have conspired against me, and there was nobody disclosing to me when my son makes a covenant with the son of Ishai. None of you is sorry for me or discloses to me that my son has stirred up my servant against me to lie in ambush, as is the case today. Then Doeg the Edomite, who was standing among Shaul's courtiers, answered and said, I, I saw the son of Ishai coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, and he inquired of the Lord for him, gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Then the king sent word to summon the Kohen Ahimelech, son of Ahitub, and all the Kohanim of his father's house who were in Nob. So they all came to the king. Listen now, son of Ahitub, Shaul said. Here I am, my lord, he said. Then Shaul said to him, Why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Ishai, by giving him bread and a sword, and by inquiring of God for him, that he should rise against me by lying in ambush, as is the case today? Then Ahimelech answered the king, saying, who among all your servants is as trusted as David, the king's son-in-law, a captain of the royal guard and honored in your house? 
just today I began to inquire of God for him? Far be it from the king to accuse his servant or to anyone of my father's house, for your servant knows nothing of all this, whether little or much. But the king said, You will surely die, Ahimelech, you and all your father's house. Then the king ordered the guards attending him, Turn around and kill the Kohanim of the Lord, for they are in cahoots with David, for they knew that he was running away, but did not inform me. But the servants of the king were not willing to raise their hand to assault the Kohanim of the Lord. So the king said to Doeg, You, turn around and kill the Kohanim. So Doeg the Edomite turned and fell upon the Kohanim, and on that day killed eighty-five men who wore the linen ephod. Nob, the, the town of the Kohanim, he struck with the edge of the sword, men and women, children and infants, oxen, asses, and sheep with the edge of the sword. Yet one of the sons of Ahimelech, son of Ahituv, named Aviatar, escaped and fled to David. Aviatar told David that Shaul had slain the Lord's Kohanim. Then David said to Aviatar, I knew on that day, when Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Shaul. I have brought about the death of all the people of your father's house. Stay with me and fear not, for the one who is seeking my life is seeking your life too. But with me you will be safe. That was 1 Samuel 22. Now the portion from the writings. Today we will read Psalm 62. For the music director, on Yedutun, a psalm of David. My soul, wait in stillness only for God. From him comes my salvation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I will never be moved. How long will all of you assault a man to crush him like a leaning wall, a fence to be torn down? They only plot to topple him from his rank. Delighting in falsehood, they bless with their mouth, but inwardly they curse, Silla. My soul, wait in stillness only for God, for from him comes my expectation. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my strong tower. I will not be moved. O oh God, my salvation and my glory is the rock of my strength. My refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart in his presence. God is our refuge. Selah. Sons of Adam are a vapor. Sons of men are an illusion. In balanced scales they go up. Altogether they are less than a breath. Do not trust in extortion, and do not put vain hope in plunder. Though these things increase riches, do not set your heart on them. Once God has spoken, twice I have heard this, might belongs to God. Also yours, O Lord, is loving kindness, for you reward a man for his work. That was Psalm or Telim 62. 
And now we have come to our last portion of scripture today. From the Apostolic Writings, we will read Mark chapter 14, verses 53 through 72. Then they led Yeshua away to the Kohen Gadol, and all the ruling Kohanim, elders, and Torah scholars gathered. Kepha had followed him from a distance, right into the courtyard of the Kohen Gadol. He was sitting with the guards, warming himself by the fire. Now the ruling Kohanim and all the Sanhedrin kept trying to get evidence against Yeshua so they could put him to death, but they weren't finding any. Many were giving false testimony against him, but their testimony wasn't consistent. Some stood up and began to give false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Yet even then their testimony didn't agree. The Kohen Gadol stood up in the middle and questioned Yeshua, saying, Do you have no answer? What is this they are testifying against you? But keeping silent, Yeshua did not answer. Again the Kohen Gadol questioned him, are you Mashiach, son of the Blessed One? I am, said Yeshua, and you shall see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Powerful One and coming with the clouds of heaven. Tearing his clothes, the Kohen Gadol says, Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What seems right to you? Then they all condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him, and to beat him with their fists, saying, Prophesy. Also the guards slapped him around. As Kepha was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the Kohen Gadol comes by. Seeing Kepha warming himself, she looked straight at him. You also were with Yeshua of Nazareth, she says. But he denied it, saying, I don't know or understand what you're talking about. Then he went outside the gateway, and a rooster crowed. Seeing him, the servant girl began again to tell the bystanders, This is one of them. But again he denied it. And a little while later, the bystanders were again saying to Kepha, Surely you're one of them, for you are also a Galilean. But he began to curse himself and to swear an oath, I do not know this man you're talking about. Right then, a rooster crowed a second time. Then Kepha called to mind the word Yeshua had said to him, Before a rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and began to weep. That was Mark fourteen fifty three through 72. Now, if you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read 2 Corinthians chapter 3 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you all a Shavua Tov, a blessed new week. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.